0: Hey guys welcome back to the balance blonde podcast soul on fire so a few things first of all happy birthday to my beautiful fiance my incredible and handsome and wonderful other half jonathan Today is his 33rd birthday, so if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, go wish him a happy birthday on Instagram. He is inspire underscore people on Instagram. He usually does not love the Insta fame that comes along with being fiance to a blogger and podcaster, but today's his birthday and he deserves it. And he secretly loves every single moment of it. I can promise you. So if you've ever seen him out and about and you've said hi, which so many of you have and taken selfies and all the good things, he loves it. And I love it too. So happy birthday to the love of my life. He was the guest on episode 11 of this podcast before we were even dating. So if you're listening to this and you have not yet found the love of your life, your soulmate, your twin flame, your perfect person, listen to episode 11 because we were not together yet. I was very single. He was very single. And we started dating just a couple days after we recorded episode 11, which is crazy January 4th, 2017 is when that episode came out. Then he was back on episode 60, 88, 111. And just last week, we were on together talking about our ayahuasca journey that we recently embarked on together. So he's amazing. Number two is that my course, Waking Back Up to Your Own Soul, came out last week, or sorry, two weeks ago, and the signups closed on Monday, the 22nd. So we'll be doing another round, I hope maybe like early next year. So if you didn't buy it because you're saving up, then keep that in mind. I'm going to try to release it around the holidays. No promises because I'm just not sure how it's all going to shake out, but most likely Because I think it would be cool for people to purchase it as a self-holiday gift or even ask for it as a gift or something like that. It's $333. So just keep that in mind. If you were not able to participate this time around, but if you were, I'm so excited to connect with you and do all the webinars and talk to you in the Facebook group and meet you face-to-face on Zoom and all the fun things. So this course was truly the culmination of my heart and soul. So much fun work. And leading up to the launch, I um, went on a bunch of podcasts. So I was on some of my good friends' podcasts, like Your Own Magic with Raquel Mantra and Share Your Shine podcast with the beautiful sisters, Erica and Melissa, Everything Erica and Melissa fit on Instagram. So if you guys haven't heard those podcasts, tune in. And also my good friend, Ava, and her podcast, The Alchemized Life. So those are three fun podcasts that you li- can listen to where I was the guest. And I hadn't been a guest on a podcast in so long because of my health. I had probably waited at least a year, if not a year and a half or more, to go on someone else's podcast because I just haven't had the energy. So since I was recording their podcasts and launching the course and hosting a launch party for the course and all this other fun stuff, my own podcasting schedule was a little funky and I also got the flu last week and I have had these crazy hemorrhoids. I don't know if you've ever had hemorrhoids, but they're very painful I posted about them on Instagram and got tons of tips from you guys. And I've been so grateful once a hemorrhoid becomes a thrombosed, which is kind of a weird word, but when it becomes, um, when it gets like a blood clot in it, it becomes extremely painful. I wanted to go to the ER, but apparently the ER can't even do anything for you. You have to see a specific doctor who can give you an injection, which I ended up doing. So because of the flu and the hemorrhoids and the course and all of the good stuff and the not so good stuff like the sickness, my um, podcast schedule got a little funky. So I decided to do something really cool today that I've always known I had in my back pocket if need be, which is re-release the hands down favorite episode ever of the podcast, from so many of you. And I've just gotten so many responses about this episode over the years and so many reposts. And somehow people still find it and listen to it every single day. And the cool thing, and probably the coolest thing of all about this episode is that this was recorded around the very beginning of my spiritual awakening. My spiritual awakening has caused been, been the um, catalyst for everything in my life, like the course that I developed, the way that I live my life now, the way that I feel that I'm healing, and just who I am, truly just who I am inside. It's very special. So I wanted to re-release this very special episode recorded with Nicola Berman, who's actually going to be officiating Jonathan and my wedding in November. That's how much we love her. That's how important she is to me. Her voice is like honey. She's British and beautiful and everything about her is so tapped in, so soul on fire. And in this episode, we talk about Pleiadians. We talk about channeling. We talk about celestial life. We talk about the fact that if you feel different, you're not crazy. You're just tapped in, celestial, intuitive, all of the good things. And she teaches me so much in this episode. And if you've already heard this episode, then I encourage you to either listen again, if it feels good, because you will always learn something new. I'm going to listen again too, or perhaps listen to one of the episodes that I mentioned a second ago that I was the guest on. So your own magic podcast with Raquel, share your shine podcast with Erica and Melissa or the Alchemize Life podcast with Ava because it was such an honor to actually um, be interviewed. And if you're looking to learn more about me and just a little more behind the scenes about my life, those are some fun ones to listen to. And otherwise, I for sure think you should listen to this episode with Nicola such a blast to do this. And I'm definitely going to have her back on in the near future, just waiting because she's traveling a lot. Her life is very nomadic right now, which inspires me. And we have a lot of other fun episodes coming up with some people that really inspire me and I can't wait. So this episode is fun. Happy birthday again to my fiance. Go wish him one. Inspire people on Instagram. Any fellow Leos in the house. I love Leos. Of course, I'm marrying a Leo. But Leos are just a special breed of individuals. And it's officially Leo season. So I thought I would also return to my wellness tip of the week, which I sometimes do and sometimes I don't do. Sometimes I just forget. My current wellness tip of the week is infrared sauna. So I feel very blessed to have an infrared sauna in my home. I know that that is not available to everybody and I would never even recommend that that is something that you have to have to be well, to be healthy and well and live a life of wellness. But if you do have the option to have an infrared sauna in your home, I do have discount codes with two brands. I have Clear Light Sauna discount code. You can use the code BLONDE at healwithheat.com or Sunlighten, which is like the solo pods that you can kind of just fold up and put in your closet and they're pretty affordable. You can use the code BLONDE with Sunlighten as well. And I just love infrared. The sweat that you get from infrared goes like seven times deeper. Into your system than it does if you're just sweating from exercise or something like that. So the toxins that are released are above and beyond. It's incredible for your skin. It's incredible for anxiety and sleep. In certain saunas, there's different color lights in there, red light, blue light, which is good for skin, good for eczema, good for muscle soreness, recovery from strength training reduce blood pressure issues. There's so many benefits of infrared sauna, specifically detoxification, which is why I do it. So all my fellow Lyme warriors, chronic illness warriors, look into that. Yeah. So that's my wellness tip of the week. Infrared sauna. If you don't have one at home, which is totally normal, most Cities will have a place where you can do infrared sauna either at a gym or a specific sauna place. If you live in LA, I love Sweat Theory, I love Shape House. Make sure it's infrared that you're doing because that has the benefits much more than just like a sauna that you would sit in, like a dry sauna at a gym. So do it. Let me know how it goes. It's amazing. Don't stay in too long, but start slow. And enjoy. So before we dive into the episode, I would love to thank our first amazing sponsor for the episode Thrive Market. So Thrive Market, I actually have been living off of my Thrive Market stuff lately because I haven't had a chance to really leave the house. I've been so sick and go to the grocery store and do my usual stuff. So you can go to thrivemarket.com to get an extra 25% off your order and see what all my favorites are. I am so obsessed with the Ayurvedic soap that you'll find on my Thrive Market favorites page. It smells so good. I swear my whole bathroom smells like this Ayurvedic soap right now. It's sandal and turmeric. I believe that means, oh, sandal sandalwood and turmeric. And it smells so good. And it's made with just completely natural organic ingredients like coconut oil, sandalwood oil, castor oil, and a bunch of other things. Keeps me really clean. Keeps me smelling good. I also love my Ayurvedic mouthwash and then all the food products that I get on Thrive from Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee to Eating Evolved Chocolate to grain-free, no-salt tortilla chips from Siete, to my favorite coconut butters from Artesana, Sun Potion, Chlorella, and Spirulina, and I love the Thrive Market brand cacao powder. It's just organic, natural, minimal, delicious. I've been putting it in absolutely everything. And also the Thrive Market brand Spirulina, which I put in my smoothies every morning. So Thrive makes life really easy. I even get Hudson's cat food and cat treats on there. We use the brand called Organics. You'll see it. I get my tongue scraper on there. That hygiene, you know, so important. Dental hygiene. So thrivemarket.com slash blonde for an extra 25% off. Um, You'll also get free shipping on all orders over $49. You can shop by category. You can shop by brand, shop by diet, whatever. It makes it super easy on Thrive, however you would like to shop. And lastly, the reason why everything's so affordable on Thrive is because they go straight to each brand. There's no middleman, so there's no crazy markups. You're saving a lot of money and they deliver straight to your door. So thrivemarket.com slash blonde to see my favorites and get that extra, extra discount off of the already discounted items on Thrive. Enjoy. Let's dive into this episode with Nicola Berman. Okay, I am sitting here with the beautiful Nicola Berman and the funny thing that you guys listening might not know is that Nicola and I can just look at each other and communicate. So it's funny to even introduce her and talk into a microphone conversationally with her and about her because we are connected on another level and it's really special and I can't even take my eyes off of her. It's just the best feeling. But I'm going to take my eyes off her to make sure it's recording, which it is. And Nicola is an energy alchemist. She is the energy alchemist at the Ojai Valley Inn, which if you guys have never been to Ojai, you need to go there. It's like a magical oasis, fairyland, beautiful, just everything. It's amazing. And she leads the Temple of Illumination online, which is an online portal to connect you to celestial life. And basically, she's just a super cool person, and she has awakened me to a whole new side of who I am and what the universe is all about. So I'm so glad that she's here, and I'll have her say hi to you guys.
1: Hi, guys. I'm so happy to be here.
0: Yes. So tell everybody listening just kind of who you are, what you do on a daily
1: basis, all that good stuff. Oh, my goodness. I love you. And I love the way that you just introduced this. As you said, I'm an energy alchemist. And gosh, what do I do on a daily basis? A million, million, million different things. It's probably different every single day. Every single day. And also the same. Like, really, like, if I had to distill it down, what do I do? I appreciate beauty. Like, I really, it's so interesting to me that obviously a big part of the work that I do is awakening people to their cosmic selves, their celestial selves, their connections to the universe. We are living in a time, you know this so clearly, where these inklings that we've had, these inklings that we're part of something that is bigger and brighter are so real. And the veils, people often talk about there being a veil between our human, our five senses, and then the sixth sense, and really 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th. So what I do is open the gates, like I open the portals, I help shift. You might be able to feel it in your feet. And it, what's so interesting is because this is vibrational, it's not just you and I who might be able to feel this energetically in our feet right now. If you're listening to this, closing your eyes, you might be able to feel but there's just a little vibration happening in your toes that feels really lovely and it can happen oh i feel it right yes i mean it's how would you describe it like if you can it's
0: like a tingly vibration in my toes
1: like like energy moving through my toes yes exactly so one of the things i love is that this energy moves and is a frequency so people can feel it and experience it, listening to a podcast, listening to a guided meditation, watching a video. And what's happening is that we are awakening ourselves. So we when we talk about people who glow and people who just walk through life and they just look so illuminated. And it's not makeup, it's not, it's not even the I mean, it could be partly the products that they're eating and they're taking, but you know what I mean. Like they're just they're switched on. And what is happening in this moment and really the work that I do in this world is helping people to remember who they are as celestial beings in human bodies. And the more that we remember and the more that we allow anything to dissolve that has just kind of got in the way, that's the alchemy part, the more that we move through life with this sense of really deep aliveness. And when we do that, and this is kind of what I was getting to with appreciating beauty oftentimes we think of celestial beings and the cosmos and the universe as something that is out there that we kind of that we want to swim away in our dreams and go to another universe right we want to go into the heavens or to the stars but really what we want to do is walk this earth with such a beautiful and profound appreciation For all the magic that is available to us on this planet, in this body, in this being. So sometimes people think that my work is and what I do every day is about taking people out to the wider cosmos. But what we're actually doing is connecting to the wider cosmos so that we can actually walk this earth with eyes that are attuned to the beauty that is available to us here.
0: I love that so much. That's something that I really, really love about what what you do and what you talk about, even in your sessions, yeah. is that opening up to all of this stuff is really just to make our human life experience so much more fun yes. and so much more enjoyable. And I actually think about that ever since you first said it to me every single day, mm-hmm. because it's been such an eye-opening time for me and... I've learned so much since the first time that we met about all of this cosmic stuff that we're definitely going to talk about and explain to everybody listening. And then I come back to what you said, which is that it's all to make this life experience just as enjoyable and fun as it can be. And that's really helped me shape so many decisions that I've made and With this alternative career, which I know that you understand, Mm -hmm. you can go in millions of different directions every single day. Mm -hmm. If you want to start something new as a new part of your brand, you can do that. If you want to focus on something else, if you want to write a book, I mean, you can work on that. And so with all the decision-making, sometimes it's easy to get caught up for me, in making decisions that seem like the right thing to do or someone else tells you that's really going to escalate your brand and be so good for you. And I just keep coming back to what you said, which is to make our life as delicious is the word they used <laughs> and fun as possible. And so I just try to make every decision based off of joy and
1: fun and it makes me so happy. I love it so much, particularly because joy is the word of the Pleiades. So mm. the Pleiades is obviously is the constellation of stars that I work with specifically. And there lots of people around the world work with them. I mean, lots of people who don't even know what they are and have yes. never heard of them before work with them. Yes, But their word is joy, really. And so often, so often the spiritual path is so serious. Like, have you noticed this? That like people like go out to find themselves and they go to yoga retreats and they go to like meditation retreats, all of which is beautiful. Like nothing is better than anything else in terms of discovery. It just, it isn't. It's literally, what is the thing that lights you up? There are, they've said this a million times, there are many, many, many paths to the same place. Mm -hmm. but for me we came here to know joy and it's so interesting to see the way that so many people and particularly so many people in America and many type a personalities suddenly make the spiritual quest for awakening very similar to how they have lived the rest of their life which if we don't consciously decide or remember that it's okay for us to be joyful we'll make make it as serious and actually oftentimes as painful as everything else. Because how you do something is how you do everything. And so if there was a message literally from the stars and from the cosmos right now, it's this doesn't have to be so serious, like any of it. Yes. I'm so glad you said
0: that because I think what kind of turned me off Mm -hmm. of the spiritual path in the first place was the seriousness and the thought that it was not fun and there was no attainable information. And that if I wanted to read about it or learn about it or listen to podcasts about it, it would be dry and traditional, which is fine, Mm -hmm. but overly traditional and something that I wouldn't understand. Mm -hmm. So to awaken to this newer age, newer element of spirituality is so much fun for me. And to connect with other people who they don't have to be young, they can be any age, but who are open to making it fun. The Kundalini classes that I take that are fun at a studio that is light and bright and there's people of all ages versus the Kundalini studios that I go to that are dark and religious feeling and really turn me off um there's just a huge difference mm-hmm. so I like the approach of just kind of bringing the information down to earth and making
1: it very human humanizing
0: <laughs> you're just, totally laughing <laughs> I'm laughing
1: because I get that like what, what I think you meant by bringing you down to earth is just kind of like making it real yeah, right? making it real for people. But it made me laugh so much cuz that's literally energetically what's happening. I know. Like, I meant this, when I said that, I realized yeah. all the all the meanings. <laughs> Beautiful metaphor. Like the energy is literally coming down to this earth from the universe and the biggest message is to lighten up, like literally yes, lighten, lighten up. up. That's what
0: I would like to tell so many people about their life is to just lighten up, including myself because yes. I'm definitely not perfect and need reminders every single day mm-hmm. from the universe and from mm-hmm. my higher self to lighten up to relax to let go of all of the stuff that bothers me and makes my life unenjoyable at times so before we could like talk about know, anything and everything um so i want to i want to start with so everybody listening, just to catch you up to speed, I had a session with Nicola in Ojai, an energy alchemy session, like two or three months ago, would you say? It was yeah. in June. And didn't know what energy alchemy was. I just knew that I knew Nicola from four years ago in a totally different, in a, just from a totally different world of almond milk. <laughs> <laughs> and we reconnected which she'll tell you more about because it's truly fascinating and she did this energy alchemy session with me where I my eyes were opened to different worlds celestial dimensions and I I've talked about this on the podcast, but I saw her face morphing. I learned about the Pleiadians. She shared with me that I was a Pleiadian and a very cosmic being. And it's really, it's really shaped and changed my whole life since then. And I still have a lot to learn and I'm constantly trying to take in information. And actually like we were talking about, even some of the information about this stuff is a little dry and outdated and not as fun as you make it. So (laughs) I think let's just kind of tell the whole story of how we reconnected and then how you got into all of this stuff. Perfect. Do you want me to start? Yes, you start. Okay. And so- also Hudson's, Hudson's <laughs> with us. Hudson loves Nicola and I think
1: he's a Canadian too. I would not be surprised. So so just in terms of if you coming up this time, like how that happened? Uh, yeah. Well, because you were coming up. I mean, I obviously didn't know this at the time, but I, you were just, I mean, this is how this stuff happens all the time. And we were, just talking about it, like telepathy is real. There will come a time in the not too distant future when we will look back and we will laugh at how much we just didn't understand and we didn't know. And we will, in the same way that we imagine our great, great grandparents and what they would think, like if we went back in time and we said to them, I can't remember if I said this to you in our session, that we said to them that, Just imagine, imagine that someone comes into your house like in the 1800s, in 1802, and they have this big, big ball of tin and you get into the tin and you're going to rise up into the clouds and you're going to float through the clouds and you're going to land in another place and you're still going to be alive. They would think you were a lunatic, right? Like they would send you to the insane asylum. It's the same thing now. We'll look back on this time and we'll be like, oh, those sweet beings in like 2015, like they didn't realize that you can just have a thought in your head and send it to someone else in a completely different part of the world. Or the universe can drop a thought into your head or make an important connection and it will just happen without you having to do anything. So you were being dropped into my head. That's the only way that I can say it. we've known each other for a few years, but we haven't been in contact like through this whole time. You were just everywhere, like everywhere. It was like I was literally hearing them screaming, like reach out to Jordan, reach out to Jordan. So I knew that I wanted to do actually like this group dream alchemy ceremony at the spa. And so I thought that was why I was going to reach out to you. But then it just... I didn't organize it for a while and they were still screaming and screaming. So I just sent you a message on Direct Messenger. And I was like, When are you coming to Ohio But like, we hadn't been on Direct Messenger for years. Exactly. And I literally just like heard, like, just ask her when she's coming. And then you texted me back and you were like, um, I'm coming in like was it like 10 days or no, two weeks? It was weeks? like
0: four days. <laughs> it was
1: ridiculous.
0: Yes. I think it was a Saturday or Sunday. And I said I'm coming on Thursday.
1: Crazy. And you were literally coming to the Ojai Valley Inn and Spa. Yeah, I was staying there. And really I was meaning not not like when are you coming in the next few days? Like, when are you gonna come? Like as in like, yeah, like you should get, plan a you trip. You should come here. And you're like, actually I'm coming to the place that you work and you have been hearing my name connected to probably for the past three or four months. Probably right when we planned the trip. Probably. Mm -hmm. And it's like this, I mean, it's such a tiny, tiny, tiny detail, but this is how life flows when you are listening and open to the flows of the universe. Like in this moment, I would just say, if there's something knocking at your door or your heart, And it makes no sense. Like, really, I'm not joking. We probably haven't been in contact for three years, maybe. Yeah,
0: not one single word. Well, because we met once. And it was, I was living here. I had the Blonde Vegan Instagram account for maybe two or three weeks or a month before Mm we met, Oh, maybe a month or two. And... You had Almond Milk LA, Mm -hmm. which was the most delicious almond milk Mm. I've ever had. And we went to Cafe Gratitude and connected. And it was the first brand that I ever met with in person, which of course wasn't really a brand. It was people. Mm. And I had Alexi with me, my best friend. And then I I don't know if we really ever talked again Mm -hmm. after that. I moved to New York. And you did different things with your career after yeah. that. And then we
1: reconnected and it was pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk obviously about the session and what happened in the session. But I think just what one of the deepest messages that I would have for people is you're not crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if you get the impulse to do something, to go somewhere, to shift something, to end something, to begin something, or to reach out to someone just do it just yes. trust
0: yes and on that note actually i i sort of told this story on a solo episode but not really <laughs> in detail and then i didn't follow up about it cuz i didn't have the follow up yet but i i had a vision or a thought in my head to reach out to a friend of mine who i went to college with her name's carlin mm-hmm. and same thing we it's not that we that we don't talk anymore it's just that. Uh, our lives went in pretty separate directions and we keep in touch. And I had a vision of her in Kundalini and I and it was just so clear. Reach out to Carlin, reach out to Carlin, reach out to Carlin. But it didn't say why. So I did because she is one of the people who I felt would be receptive, even if she thought that's weird or you know, like for, for what reason kind of thing. So I said to her, I don't know if, if something's happening in your life, positive or negative, or if you, if you need some extra good energy your way, but I had a vision of you and, and some higher power brought you into my mind. So just so you know, thinking of you, love you, all that kind of stuff. And since then, she has started her own spiritual path. She's gotten super into all of this stuff that you and I are into. Mm-hmm. I think she's a Pleiadian. She came with me to Kundalini this week and we agreed. We were put into each other's lives for such a specific reason, which she was put into my life as my sorority little sister. So we were very close, but from a totally different world, a partying college world and now she's telling me i think we um i think i went to lmu for the reason of us meeting each other among other things of course um and that's just one one crazy story similar to what you're saying Mm -hmm. of if i hadn't reached out to her um, I would have heard from her later. She would have told me her spiritual path and how she was inspired by the podcast and blog and everything um, from afar. So I had no idea. And I would have been like, whoa, I should have told you. I had this vision of you, which was obviously some other place telling me she's part of all of this, which is so cool. So... Before we talk about the session that I had Mm -hmm. with you, which was so cool and so special, I want to hear about how you got onto this path and how you got connected to the Pleiades and
1: everything. Yes. Also, I just want to say one thing, like in terms of what you were just describing about, like meeting her and then reconnecting, it feels so similar with us. Like I never knew at the time when we first met that, that you your blog and brand had only been around for a month and that we were one of the first kind of like features you did on a product. We had only been around for a few months. Like you were such an important part of us becoming really successful and taking off like a huge part. And so I love that even though we weren't necessarily consciously on the spiritual path then that we are on now, like I was doing a master's in spiritual psychology at the time, Like it was percolating, but we still meet the people that we are supposed to meet. And do you remember even like just that we met once, but it was like a love affair. Like we just, we just, we loved each other so I totally much remember. and it didn't necessarily make sense. And now you look back and it just makes sense. Like we know people and sometimes we meet them as souls and we're just like, oh, I know you. <laughs> Yes, like definitely. you're so family, like you just are. Yes, and we we can't always put words to it, but again, it's just trusting. People are in our lives at different moments in time, and when we feel a much stronger connection to them, there's often a very tangible reason why.
0: Yes, and I can definitely say at that point I wasn't awakened to any of this. I mean, yeah, I had just graduated college. I was just about to move to New York. I was growing my blog, which was totally dedicated to veganism Mm -hmm. and plant-based life. And spirituality was the last thing on my mind, except I thought I was spiritual because I did yoga and I loved Shavasana (laughs) and I was just in a different place. But I was still very, very connected to synchronicity and I was always I mean I was already obsessed with the number 201 which I don't know if you noticed but this is a 201 apartment and
1: 201 is is my synchronistic message from the universe I love that so much and I particularly love it because we know like numbers are such an important way that the universe communicates with us and people often will say to me, like, I see 1111 all the time. Like, I just, I don't know what it means, but I know it means something magic and, and angelic and it does. But I love that your number is 201 because it's so, it's so idiosyncratic. Like why 201? It's not like 111 means so many things for so many people. 222, 333, 444. It's like, you can feel it but I'm so fascinated. Like why 201? Like, do you even know? No. I love it. I
0: don't know. All I know is that for about seven or eight years, it has shown up to me every single day between 10 and 30 times. It's, it's a joke between my friends and my family and Other people who have started to see it, people who I'm particularly connected to, like my friend Brandon who called me right before you came and I knew he was going to call. It's a huge part of his life. It's a huge part of a lot of my close friends and family's life by association with my initial noticing. So it started, I won't go through the whole story, but I'll give you like the 30 second synopsis. It started when I was a sophomore in college. I lived in a 201 dorm. And then it got really strong the following year. I moved to Italy and I studied abroad. And this is when it became a joke because every single hotel, every single hostel, every single apartment that I stayed in in Italy, with no exception whatsoever, was a 201. Yes. Yes. You totally recognize how nuts this is. And, I have
1: tears like I literally have tears like mm-hmm. pouring down my face.
0: Yes, and my my very close friend Claire, she was with me and it was kind of our thing and cuz we were living together at the time, so it was both of us and we moved back and it only got stronger and I was I was very into the whole synchronicity thing, so I always noticed it, talked about it, wrote about it, asked numerologists about it. And continue to because it fascinates me. And I've never not lived in a 201 since. I've lived in four more places since that time. And huge things. My publishing company's address is a 201. Mm-hmm. 201, of course, PM every single day, I'll see it. And often something's happening or I'll get in my car. And for no apparent reason, my clock will be stuck on 201 and it will be flashing. And then my gas tank will be 201 miles left, flashing Mm -hmm. at 201 PM. So it's like that. We actually started this interview. I didn't say anything because it was... It just happens that often yeah. at twelve oh one, which is another thing that yeah. shows up for me, of course, super similar. And Brandon saw it too and said twelve oh one because every single day we have to be like, it's two oh one because just to share it with someone is yeah. so special.
1: I I just feel such gratitude. Like I literally have tears in my eyes for two reasons. One, because the way one of the things that I teach people is how do you recognize truth? Like how do you recognize sacred truth? And for me, it's the gooseies, like goosebumps. Yes. And that was one of the things that started happening for me. Like I would just bump into people in the street and I would say something to them relatively normal. And they would just say, Oh my God, I have goosebumps running through my whole body. Like it happened to me on a daily basis. Wow. But so gooseies and then also tears behind my uh-huh. nose. Like I just know I am in the presence of such sacred truth. And when you started talking about the 201, it's like, I feel such a sense of gratitude and joy and blessing because it's tangible. Like when you were in Italy and you were just constantly, consistently in these places that were 201, that's a fact. Like that's not really debatable. Yeah, And when you just witness that again and again, it's like you can relax into the knowing that there's so much that we don't necessarily see, but we are so held in the magic. So I want to say two things. Yes. One, I want to give some insight into the 201 Please. afterwards yes. and I'll see how it resonates with you. Um, but for me, it's 4711, 4711. And it's so interesting because this actually helps to see like, how did I get on this path? So 4711 was my phone number always. Like It was my grandma's perfume. There's an actual perfume called 4711. And the box is turquoise, which is all relevant because turquoise is such an important color for the Pleiadian energy.
0: Oh yeah. When I showed up to you last time, yes. I had turquoise nails. Yes.
1: So my grandma wore this perfume 4711 my whole life. And our phone number growing up was 4711. It was 207-4711. I'm two i am 207 i am not going to sh- put my whole phone number out there, but my phone number starts with 207. That is hilarious. So uh, this is crazy detail, but we lived in North London and our phone number was 020... 020- in London, you start with 0208 or 0207. And our phone number was 208 and then we moved to the center of London. So an hour away. And it just so happened that the code there was 0207207. So again, we got 02072074711. Like it followed me everywhere. So then my best friend's phone number, my sister-in-law's phone number, my first shamanic teacher, part of the reason that I called her when I met her. I met her at a meditation. She gave me her card and her number had 4711 in it. When I got my sound attunement for solfagio sounds, vibration, which is such a part of this whole conversation, her phone number had 4711 in it. Like not just in it, like the last four digits were like a different... 4171 or 4711 or 4117. The quest in Venice, where I first led the meditations to the stars, the owner's phone number had the 417 in it. It's like when you start looking, numbers are so important, their vibration, they are literally the breadcrumbs on this treasure map. When I first went to Ohio it was in such a place of surrender like this is for some people they will just awaken overnight and it will be the most gentle simple beautiful experience of their lives like i really don't want to continue this notion that awakening has to be hard and it has to be a struggle you have to lose everything you have to lose relationships i don't believe it anymore for me i did have to surrender i had to surrender my business like we had a thriving, thriving almond milk business that people dreamed of creating. We were invited to Oprah within nine months. Like, Yeah, we were one of Zagat's top 10 food companies within the first year. Like, the success that we had wasn't success that people, most people would throw away. And I just knew very clearly that I had to leave it, that I literally just had to step away from it because this deeper awakening and unfolding was happening. And I couldn't pretend we, I was in meetings with people who were trying to invest in the company. And I just felt the deepest sadness in my heart that I knew that I wasn't living my truth. And it wasn't that I could jump the next day into being the energy alchemist at the Ojai Valley Inn and Spa. It was a complete surrender of everything. And I just had to keep following my intuition and the serendipities. And that is what gave me so much faith and hope and courage. Because when 4711 is your number and it shows up again and again and again, and you move to Ojai because all the signs are there, even though your human self is like, what? (laughs) There is nothing in Ojai for me. It's tiny. Why would I move from LA to Ojai? But I just knew I had to. When you turn up to the supermarket and they give you your, you get a card for like your frequent shopping and the last four digits of your number is 4711, you just know that you might not know exactly what all the next steps are, but you know that you're listening in the right way and that things are lining up. And it's not that we are having to perform for the universe, like that the universe is waiting for us to like take these steps. It's that these steps are for us and for our highest joy and our highest deliciousness. And the universe is throwing down these little signs. And are our eyes open enough to see them? So the 201, the 201, the 201, your eyes were opened and you were being shown very, very, very clearly that this is meaningful to you. Do you, do you want me to share? what I think it might be related to. Yes,
0: because people listening to this podcast who listen to it frequently, they have heard me say it in every episode. So I think people listening would also like to know what, what does it mean? What do you think it
1: means? So what comes through for me very clearly, which is so interesting, is the image of the pyramid and the image of the triangle. So if you visualize a triangle and triangles are so crucial, sacred geometry. Oh, I have chills. So if you imagine a triangle, there's two points at the bottom. There's a hummingbird that just flew outside the window. Oh my gosh. So there's two points at the bottom and there's one point at the top, right? So the two Mm. and then the one. Triangles, pyramids. And it's so funny because I actually don't know a huge amount about it. I have a sense that you're going to meet someone in the not too distant future who will then end up on this podcast and will tell you more about the pyramids. There's like people that go around and they sit in like these copper pyramids because there's a vibration that comes in yeah, healing within the triangular structure. It is literally sacred geometry. So when we think about Egypt, And what was happening in Egypt in the pyramids, we're getting so out there, but when they were connecting to the energy of the Pleiades for healing, they literally went into pyramids. So there are people who are walking around with different vibrations to them and the triangle and the pyramids is one of the most beautiful and one of the most sacred vibrations that we can tune into, that we can sit in and we can invite in. And my sense is that the 201 represents that pyramid and that in some way you share the frequency of the pyramid through you. Like this space that we're sitting in right now has that sacred geometry woven through it. And I bet When you meet people who know much more about the vibration of pyramids, you're going to laugh so hard. All right, guys, just a brief interruption from
0: this episode with Nicola to talk to you about Osea Malibu. I am so obsessed with Osea. They are a skincare company based here out of Malibu of course. And they also have a shop on Abbott Kinney that's so cute that you can go to for facials and to shop. And they just have so many of my favorite products. So first, before I tell you about the products, I would like for you to know that they have an incredible offer for our Soul on Fire tribe, which is $10 off of your first purchase of $50 or more on ocmalibu.com. Slash the balanced blonde, which you'll also find that link in the show notes to make it super easy. OseaMalibu.com slash the balanced blonde. That's O S E A Malibu.com slash the balanced blonde. So, what I love about Osea, other than the fact that they're awesome and they're vegan and cruelty free, they're family owned and operated, they're made in California, they have a money back guarantee is that they use seaweed in their products, sustainably sourced organic Patagonian seaweed specifically. So seaweed is a skin superfood. It's full of vitamins, minerals, amino acids, antioxidants, and essential fatty acids for the skin. It's easily, easily absorbed for maximum results. It's effective for every skin type. So whether you need hydration, or whether you already have hydrated, oily skin. It works for everyone. It minimizes blemishes. It reduces the appearance of redness, which I specifically love. And it visibly reduces and actively protects against signs of aging. So I have a lot of favorites. I think my very favorite, which you've probably seen me posting up a storm on Instagram, is their Ocean Cleanser. I also love their algae oil, but their ocean cleanser is just a very easy, mineral rich daily seaweed gel cleanser that has hints of lime, cypress, juniper, and jasmine oils. It's energizing for the skin, it's hydrating for the skin, leaves you feeling really, really fresh and radiant from the inside out. And then I love their algae oil. So, this is for people. need a little bit of extra hydration like myself it is made of completely organic algae and it's soaked for six months to naturally distill the vitamins nutrients and minerals so that they're in their purest form and their most potent form as well i love it they have anti-aging body balm they have bath soaks, they have advanced protection creams, they have everything you could ever want or need. I love Osea so much. So head to oseamalibu.com slash The Balanced Blonde to get $10 off of your first order of $50 or more. Enjoy. Send me pictures on Instagram. You know I'm obsessed. Let's dive back into this episode with Nicola. I had someone on this podcast a few episodes ago, Heather from Energy Muse, the crystal shop, and she said that she meditates under a pyramid. And ever since she said that, because she said it helps her go to the galaxies mm-hmm. in her meditation. Um, I've been looking for someone to like <laughs> carve, like hand, like just a beautiful, like homemade kind of wooden or copper yes. or something pyramid to the point where I met someone who does woodwork and I inundated him. I was like, can you make a pyramid? <laughs> and he showed me all these smaller pyramids that he makes and he said he could probably make a bigger one too. So no
1: coincidence that I've Just recently heard that for the first time. It's so hilarious because honestly, like I know vibrationally, I tune into pyramids and particularly Egypt, but that notion of like sitting under a copper one, like that's not part of my practice or anything (laughs) that I know about. Right. It just came to you. The two and the one just feel so... Yeah.
0: Yes. And I'm drawn to triangles. Mm-hmm. I've wanted to get a triangle tattoo for a while, mm-hmm. which I think I will. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that is so crazy. So I want to I wanna hear your journey. Yes. I want to hear how... So we left off really at you knew that it was time to step away from your very thriving almond milk business, which I always wondered what happened to almond milk LA. Mm -hmm. I knew you were doing so well. And then when I moved back just one year later, I don't think it existed anymore. Mm -hmm. No, I was shocked. I was sad, but I knew it wasn't because the business was a failure. Mm -hmm. I just figured something happened.
1: Yeah. So take us from that point. So at the same time, like it wasn't, it wasn't, that it completely happened afterwards, the alchemy work and the shamanic work. It was, it was growing alongside it. So I received the rights to transmit the energy of the Pleiades. Like really, like at the same time. How did you receive those rights? <laughs> so there is, it was through the Peruvian tradition. So there's a beautiful, beautiful shaman from Peru called Don Mariano Quispe who is an Andean elder, who bless him. I mean, I have no idea how old he is, maybe 70s, maybe 80s. It's just, it's impossible to know. And there's such a youthfulness to them. In 2012, with all the shifts that happened energetically, he, in the Peruvian shamanic tradition, the energy of the Pleiades was something and the rights to connect to them and to transmit their energy was passed down like shaman to shaman within the family. And for the most part, it was male shamans that were doing this work. So the energy of the Pleiadians are the divine feminine energy, healing. There's seven of them. There's seven different beautiful, beautiful themes and attributes that they bring in and that we work with. And oftentimes you'll be connected more strongly to one of the seven, which you will find out in your own time, like who that is and how that is. But so he was part of a lineage that has been working with these stars forever. The stars really, I mean, as long as there have been humans and even before, the Pleiades have been such an important part. They're in the Bible. They're in every religious tradition. They are connected to and worked with all over the globe. But this actual tangible energetic way of bringing in their energy through our physical being and using the energy for healing was really guarded within the shamanic tradition in the lineage in Peru at this time. And in 2012, Don Mariano got the very strong message and bless him for listening and not being territorial about what his lineage had kind of held on to for so long that these energies needed to be shared, that they needed to be shared with women and that they needed to be shared with people in the West, and that he could trust that whoever came to him to receive the rights to share these would be the right people that were supposed to be sharing these. So he came to Mount Shasta and he did these series of ceremonies with us where he transmitted the rights and the connections. So I had a shamanic teacher at the time that I was learning with and app- apprenticing with and traveling with and learning how to do fire, full moon fire ceremony. And then I started leading a new moon fire ceremony. It was very of the shamanic tradition. And this is part of what we were talking about in the beginning in terms of the seriousness. There was a lot of seriousness to it. And it was almost, it wasn't religious, but it was almost religious in the precision Like, this has to be done like this. You have to learn over like years to do this like this. Like, don't do this wrong. If you do this wrong, like, it might not work. And I started to know for myself that it just didn't ring true. Like, this level of seriousness and intricacy, or it doesn't work, it just didn't ring true for me. And If you're on the authentic spiritual path, like really your own heart, and this is what I teach all the time, your own heart knows the answers. It just does. You are connected to the universe. You are connected to your larger self that lives in the universe, even though it seems like there are teachers. And it's funny because clearly I'm a teacher in some way. But even though there are teachers that supposedly know more, it's kind of baloney because no one knows more than our own hearts. And we have moved into a time now where teachers and leaders are literally jumping off their pedal or being pushed off their pedal stools, left, right, and center, because this whole notion of hierarchy is over. So I was being trained in this very specific way, but it just became really clear. Like There was years ahead for me of of my traditional training and it just became really clear that's over for me and I just need to step out and I just need to like follow the signs it wasn't even yet that I was doing official sessions with people I just kept following the signs and then I would just meet people and they would need help and they would ask me for help I mean literally like the cleaning lady at my best friend's house. Like this was one of the ways that it first started. Like I could just, she was in such profound distress. And I asked her if she wanted me to sage her, like if she wanted me to like light sage and just help release some of the energy. Like I was already like mm-hmm. pretty adept at doing this. And I saged her and she literally felt the energy just release out of her right hand. Like whatever it was, she just felt it go. And I kept finding myself in these places I'd be in cafe gratitude I'd like left my I'd got a meal to go and I'd like left something and I was like chastising myself for like having left it and I went back a couple of hours later and it wasn't there anymore and there was a busboy there who said to me are you a healer and I was like kind of why I mean it was so strange like he just knew And we stood there in Cafe Gratitude and he poured his heart out about something and we had this very profound healing in the middle of like a hundred people and it was immediately clear that that was the reason that I'd gone back and my life just became these series of sequences and moments where I found myself in the right place at the right time for someone that really needed it and it became so much clearer that this was a done deal, that what I thought I still had to learn was actually already inside me and was just going to continue to open and open and open. And that I really was to be one of the voices. And I hope that I will be one of the voices for people on this planet. If you want to do shamanic training, if you want to do energetic training, if you want to learn Reiki, it's beautiful, do it, but don't feel like you have to order to have the diploma that says that you have access because there are people walking this planet who are connected to the Pleiades. You do not have to go through seven ceremonies in order to receive the magic. It's over. The veils have lifted. They will continue to lift. You can click your fingers and remember everything that you need to know about being a celestial being without leaving your apartment. And we just have to know at this point that that is the truth because it's going to continue awakening in this way. And it is to be an adventure and it's to be a fun adventure. And it's not to be about having to go through something that is grueling. My old teachers, they would go to Peru and they would get hit on the head with rocks, like blood would be drawn in order to awaken some of their deeper connections. We don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Wow. I love that for so many reasons
0: because I agree with that with, with everything in a way, um, whether it be spiritual training or different yoga training. I have immersed myself in some of the most traditional, long, grueling, programs to get certified in different areas of yoga and grad school for writing (laughs) and always trying to take that path to be legitimate, to have my credentials, to know what I'm talking about. And every time I do that personally... I find myself in a situation where my heart is disconnected from the process because I already feel like I, it's not that I know everything because I definitely don't, but I feel like I already have the access to do those things, whether it be reading books in the comfort of my own home at my own pace, or just using the passion that I have for yoga to teach yoga. With my other certifications that I already have, I could go on a tangent about that forever. But I love the permission that you gave Mm -hmm. yourself to evolve from the process and to take yourself out of the years and years and years you had ahead of you of training to take yourself out of the almond milk business that was totally successful to pursue something that you knew
1: was right and that you knew was that you could already do. And you know what's crazy about it? I didn't know what it looked like. Like mm-hmm. that's what's so crazy. It really is a treasure hunt. And I remember a friend of mine at the times when I was pulling my hair out about it all. And I remember a friend of mine at the time saying, you love the treasure hunt. Like your soul loves not knowing and your soul loves like finding the little like nuggets and following them. And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> like, I just want to know, like, please just tell me. Like, how many times have you heard this? I hear this in my office a lot. Like, if the universe would just tell me what I'm supposed to do, like, I'm all in, I'll do it. Like, can the universe just I tell think me? I
0: told you that when I sat with you, I was like, I just want to know, should I be
1: a Kundalini <laughs> teacher or not? And you were like, you have the answer, which mm-hmm. I did. Yes. And your answer so clearly it i love what you said about like feeling like you you needed to like drop into like credentials for some people if you love going out and getting credentials and it's so enjoyable to you in the process don't stop doing that like it's oh, not yeah. that we're dissing on credentials but for a lot of people they already have the access through their own hearts and they're just doing it because they're scared and because they've been told by society in order to be respected for something, you have to learn and you have to train. You know, this notion of 10,000 hours like you have to do 10,000 hours at something to do be it well. Expert. It's bullshit.
0: Well, it's everyone's so different. How could you possibly
1: have a formula of hours? Right. It's crazy. You know and, why else? Hmm. Because time doesn't exist the way that we think it exists. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So, I want to know when is the first time you knew that, well, I guess it was through the shaman who Mm -hmm. gave you
1: access to the Pleiades. Yes. Did you already know about the Pleiadians? No, not really. Like at the time, I just, again, it was just like, it was just trusting my intuition that I knew that like I needed to go and I needed to receive it. I didn't really know what it was, particularly. (laughs) But I just knew and I trusted the people that told me about it, that it really, that it really resonated. But again, so one of the things that came through like during that weekend was that I knew that I was going to make a series of seven sprays, like alchemic Mm, sprays. Which I have, (laughs) luckily. That transmit the frequency of the stars that one of the ways that I was going to help spread this vibration was by creating these beautiful sprays. And the reason that that came through was because I had already made an abundance spray for our farmer's markets at, for Almond Milk LA. And in the beginning, there's an abundance oil by Young Living that I just would like mix with water and I would just like do a blessing and I would spray it around our... Farmers' markets, and it was so hilarious to see. Like, literally, I would spray it, and within five seconds, there would be like a deluge of people. And I remember, like, our, we had quite a few employees because we had five different farmers' markets. And in the beginning, whenever they would get trained, I would give them a bottle of the abundant spray, and I would tell them about it, and they would laugh because. Most of them like weren't spiritually or energetically minded. They just thought like our boss is cuckoo crazy, but this is our job. So we'll spray it and we'd laugh about it. And then suddenly like I would get these frantic calls from them. The abundant spray has run out. We need another spray because the proof is in the pudding. Like it's vibration. And when they would spray it, they would see with their own eyes. It's like the 201. They, They would see what would happen before and after. So this spray already existed. I just felt kind of compelled to make it. And then I knew that I wanted to make like seven sprays, like one for each of the different attributes of the seven stars. And the fun thing is, it's not a huge part of what I do. Like I've purposefully kept it a smaller part. Like I only make 111 of each flavor every year because I don't really want that to be my life and my life's work after... Almond milk. Like, I just don't want this to be. Mm -hmm. And people have asked me, like, again, like, can they invest in it so that we can, like, make it a thing and get it into Whole Foods? And I'm like, no, because we don't have to say yes to every opportunity. Like, I love what you said before about, like, trusting the joy in your own heart. Just because people offer things and just because it seems to the outside world that something is a lucrative offer. If you're not excited about it in your heart, it's not a lucrative offer. Yes,
0: I'm so glad that you said that. And that comes at a very timely time for me Mm -hmm. and probably a lot of people listening because there's always offers and recommendations, the best path to go down, but And I'm such an impulsive person that I've had to work on this. I'm yes, 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 yes. I can do that. I can make that work. And I'm excited by it Mm -hmm. until I realize that I'm not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And sometimes that takes a while. So I love that you said that. That's so good to know. So I feel like we should tell people listening about when, when I came and had my session with you. Yes. And I came up to... The office, which I can't even really call an office because <laughs> it's like an outdoor oasis, beautiful place at the Ohio Valley Inn that you have. And you were standing outside like a goddess, like glowing in the sunlight. You looked like a different person than the last time that I saw you. And you already looked great and healthy and glowing the first time, but you looked like a totally just ethereal being. It was crazy. It was so noticeable, the shift. And we connected before we even walked in the door. And I didn't know what was happening, but I knew that we were very connected. And I knew that you were having a reaction of noticing how connected we were, and then you asked me, "Do I know about the Pleiadians?" And I said, "No." <laughs> I said, "Well, <laughs> I've heard that word once,
1: last week. <laughs>
0: yeah, the week before." And well, I'll let you take it from there, just to to tell
1: people how what you were experiencing. It's so interesting because people ask me all the time, like, "Am I like Nicola? Am I Pleiadian?" And and I should. Dial back for a second and just explain what any of this means. So, the way I experience the world and many people experience it is, we are souls walking around in human bodies, and many of us have heritages that are from other dimensional realities. So, part of what I do in my work, which is the most fun, is I can look into your eyes and I can tell you what I see in terms of what your soul heritage is. So there are all different star constellations and galaxies that we come from. Some people very clearly come from the stars. Some people very clearly come from this earth. Some people very clearly come from the forest. Like it's so fabulous. There's literally a vibration of a forest person. They'll show up and I'll just be like, do you know that like you vibrationally live in the forest, even though you're like walking around the That's earth? It's like my friend Nell
0: that I was with that day and she is a forest creature. Right. For anyone who knows her, you can just attest to that. She's like a forest creature just dancing around as a human, mm-hmm. but she's also not the most spiritual person in the world and that resonated
1: with her. Mm-hmm. So it's just... Nuts. It's it's vibration. Like I can see the vibration that people run. So people will often ask me because I work with the Pleiades, which is a constellation of stars. People will say, "Are you Pleiadian?" Because there are many people walking around this planet. It's such an amazing thing to be able to say this out loud. If you have seen Men in Black, it's more real than most of the real things that we see. It's very tangible. This earth is a meeting point, a melting pot for lots of different beings who are showing up in human form. So I can look at you and see where you're connected to. And what happens for people is when I tell, it's not that I'm telling you something that your soul doesn't know and you should never take it from someone else. Just because I'm saying it, it doesn't make it true. You take the information and you see how it lands. When you walked in the door, it was very, very clear to me that you have the Pleiadian energy running through you. What's even more beautiful about it is I'm not Pleiadian. I work with the Pleiadian energy. The shaman that gave me the rights would say that we all have connections to the Pleiades. Like every one of us has part of the vibration in us. But that aside, there are people walking this planet who are just clearly Pleiadians (laughs) and you are one of those people. I am not one of those people, but I connect to the energy very strongly. I teach it. I share it. My connections are actually much more Andromedan and connected very much to Perseus, which is the Perseid meteor shower. But all of this, and I feel the need to say this in this moment, can get a little heady And we can get a little bit obsessed with, it's almost like the new label on the block. Like, are you Arcturian? Are you Pleiadian? Are you from Andromeda? (laughs) It's beautiful. It's magical. It really should be experienced within the context of we are human having this life experience. It actually doesn't, I don't say this disrespectfully, but it doesn't matter quite as much as we might think what our energetic connections are because in this dimensional reality we came here to be here and oftentimes people will talk of being homesick for other galaxies and so we address that and we work with that and sometimes when you can just tell someone you have very strong pleiadian connections it actually allows them to take up residence in their being and their body as this human version of themselves more comfortably So we don't talk about it or do it to differentiate ourselves from each other and get into these little gangs or clubs of, I'm Arcturian, I'm Pleiadian. We do it to remember who we are so that we can really enjoy being on this earth and really enjoy the beauty and the bounty and the deliciousness of what it is to be human.
0: All right, guys, just one more brief interruption from this episode with Nicola to thank our third sponsor for today's show, Silver Fern. So, Silver Fern brand is a brand that I couldn't be more obsessed with. You can listen to episode 106 to hear all about Charity Lighten, and her incredible life. She is the recently former CEO and chief nutritionist of Silver Fern. I'm sending her so much love. She has been going through a lot. If you follow her on Instagram, she's at a vibrant life on Instagram. And I'm sure it's okay with her that I share because she's been sharing publicly that after her husband's long battle with stage four colon cancer, which she talked about a lot in episode 106, he passed away just last week. And um, yeah, and Charity's been sharing really openly about it. And I'm very deeply inspired by her and her honesty. I've been thinking about her every day. I'm sending her so much love. I think everybody listening should also be sending so much love. I have chills even thinking about her and how incredible she is. And yeah, Charity has just been such a supporter of this show and my brand and so has silver fern we've been working together for a long time and charity shares a lot in the episode that she was on about digestive health gut health probiotics digestive enzymes plant-based protein powders etc and really breaks it all down so definitely listen to that episode to learn more also use the code blonde at silverfernbrand.com That will get you a big discount off of probiotics, digestive enzymes, plant-based protein powder, fiber, etc. And most of all, I just want to thank Silver Fern and Charity for their ongoing support and check them out. I take their products every day, all day, every day. I'm a huge fan. So enjoy, tag me on Insta. If you try their stuff, tell me how it goes. And let's head back into this episode with Nicola. All of that makes me so happy. Mm. And I'm so glad to be sharing that with the listeners. Because as a pretty extreme person, when I get very excited about something, if I learn something new, obviously my vegan label that I once had, Pleiadian, could easily be a yes, label yes. and when I've gone down the rabbit hole of YouTube videos and things I've seen some things that are very much like what you're talking about which is kind of like a club like yeah let's all band together and go to these conventions and things so that we can be with our people yes. and I don't like that oh. I like inclusiveness yes. and bringing the light to everybody yes. and connecting with everybody of course and to spend your human experience wishing that you were somewhere else or trying so hard to connect with another place or another lifetime or another soul dimension I mean it's cool and I will certainly continue <laughs> to do it but it will not be like The obsession of not wanting to be here. Yes. And not wanting, like I was telling you before we started recording, to be in a romantic relationship with someone who could care less about this kind of stuff. I love the balance of being totally grounded on this earth as a human with him and tons of other people in my life. And then having people like you in my life who I can explore everything with. But I love that outlook. I don't like the whole, but I get it, but I don't like it. The obsession and the label. Yeah. Because that's when things
1: get murky. I know that's yeah. not the word okay. you're looking for. I was going to say
0: messy. So oh, good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it is yeah. kind of murky. This and is like a turnoff to
1: people who who just aren't into it. So here's the thing. There are people walking this planet who will never know consciously, say out loud, be interested in the fact that they may be from someone else. And when you meet them, you just feel like you came home. And the love that they vibrate out into the world is so pure and their hearts are so open that you just feel like you came home in their presence. And they never need to know or say or share anything about celestial journeys, stars, cosmic constellations. We came here to remember our deeper connections to each other and to love and to the universe. And however that shows up is deeply spiritual, deeply beautiful and deeply the point like you right now, just like feeling the beauty of just this adorable cat and his fur, like that's, that's it. That's the cosmic experience in human form. That's why we came. And when we become really obsessed about the different clubs and the different groups, we're just going back into the place of duality. Like we're creating a sense of separation. And what we want to do... Oh my God, his tail is so I cute. know, his tail is the best. What we want to do is walk into the gas station see the eyes of the person behind the counter. And really, I mean, this sounds so religious. It's not the way I mean it. But see God in their eyes. Like, is there a better gift in the day? Like, that's why we came to open our hearts and open our eyes to that oneness and that consciousness. It's so ridiculously simple. But to get there for some reason... Many of us have to go through very specific and different journeys. And so the remembrances and the connections and all the like guided meditation journeys and the different fun things like that we do on the celestial journey and in the temple of illumination are really just to get us to the place of innocence that we came in with as a child. That's it. That's why we came. I'm going to. (laughs) <laughs> Do it!
0: Oh my gosh! First of all, I have to say Hudson has has probably never like been as close to to someone that I've been podcasting with as he's been for this whole time. He just wants to be a part of it. Yeah, and people listening, you guys know Hudson. Hudson loves Nicola, and it just confirms my belief that Hudson is a Pleiadian because ever since I've learned this about myself. I, I mean, I obviously talk to him. I live with him. He's my child and my everything. I just sense this like great knowing from him and behind his eyes, he just looks at me like, duh, you didn't (laughs) already know this about the universe. And he's helped me slow down. He's helped me do so many things, but I love what you're saying. It's so true. It's that oneness that is so important at the end of the day. And that's, if I had any hope with this podcast is to create more oneness mm. between everybody listening and everybody that this reaches and show, show everyone. There is so much more out there in the universe and it's so cool. And it's also just helps us live these happier, healthier lives here. Yes. Which is so cool. We should talk about FACES yes oh my god please let's talk about the face the face morphing yes that
1: I have seen on you let's talk about it you so I'll I'll explain it afterwards but you and it's so important to know like there's no alcohol there's no drugs hey, <laughs> yeah nothing this is it's not a drug trip no it's a clean pure experience that yes. happens when we just look at each other's faces but you you share about your experience with it
0: okay so face morphing experience. I had never had an experience like this ever in my whole life until I was sitting with you at the Ojai Valley Inn and we were staring into each other's eyes and there was like a third eye connection happening and you kept saying, do you feel it? And I was like, yes, I totally feel it. I just don't know what I feel and I don't know what it is but I feel something and something really powerful is happening. And I definitely felt the vibration and the frequency, but I didn't know I wanted you to tell me like what's happening, which you didn't at first. (laughs) And then I started seeing your face morphing into a lot of different things I saw shamans I believe like older men and older women in your face and at first I didn't even want to say it to be like Nicola I'm looking (laughs) at you and you're this young glowy beautiful person and I'm seeing these old women with gray hair and I was just it was just happening and then I was seeing other things like more of like extraterrestrial looking beings in your face where there was like the eyes were in a different place and well now it's happening again so fun (laughs) I have tried to get this to happen with other people I'll have you know because it was such a memorable crazy cool experience it's happening again and It obviously doesn't happen with that many people ever because a lot of people can't open up those dimensions as you can. So what's happening when I see that?
1: We, this is so, it's just so beautiful because it's experiential and it happens with pretty much everyone that comes into my space, but it happens to different degrees. And with us, it happened very, very, very quickly. And I didn't tell people about it in the beginning because I didn't want them to try and make it happen, and I didn't want them to try and conjure it.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's the kind of thing if you try to make it happen, it doesn't it happen. It breaks it because after I first noticed it, if I tried to make it happen, it would not happen. Yes, but then I would
1: just look at you and just think like, okay, clear your mind, <laughs> then it would happen. Yes. So I, we are multidimensional people like it's really important it's not that i'm stepping aside and anything is channeling through me or that i'm allowing like a shaman or a deity or something else to come through my being it's that we are <laughs> we are multidimensional beings and there's different aspects to us that live this is so deep but there are different aspects of us that live in different dimensional realities the peace that we really have been searching for through so many different modalities will come when we really understand like you are always going to be Jordan in this lifetime I'm always going to be Nicola in this lifetime and we are also vibrationally a collection of lots of different aspects of our soul and that means that Some past lives will show up. Some of the ways that we show up in different dimensions can be witnessed and seen in this dimension. So I get to see you just by looking into your eyes. You can feel it right now. It just popped. I get to see the absolute beauty of your soul. And to some extent, for reasons I can't really explain how I have these keys, But I have the keys that open different dimensions of reality and your soul. It's totally happening right now. Your soul and your celestial self gets to show up and be witnessed and be seen in this dimensional reality in a way that they're not normally able to be witnessed and seen. And it's so funny because the theme of September for the Temple of Illumination, this I mean, serendipity is integration. And what's happening post-eclipse and all the craziness of what's happened over the last six months is that we are integrating our deeper connections. Can you feel that in your feet? We are integrating our deeper connections to the universe and to our cosmic selves. So while I'm looking at your eyes right now, and there's actually weirdly a lot of Lyra coming through and you'll look that up too, because... You're not just Pleiadian. Like you have connections to other star systems too. And now I'm seeing something that I didn't actually see last time, but which is a lot of Lyra and L G, which is very feline, which is why it's so funny. <laughs>
0: That's why he's my baby. And he's
1: bringing it forward. But... Yeah. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> 111. So right now, that aspect of yourself is just being witnessed more deeply. So what often happens with people is that I will see their past lives come forward. And there will be something that maybe happened in a past life that was painful or traumatic or difficult that is affecting their life today. And somehow, just by it coming forward and being witnessed by the energy that I bring in, because it's me and it's my celestial self, and it's also just the energy of the divine mother and the divine father that I have the connections to, holding space and witnessing whatever the old past life was allows for a very, very deep transmutation. This is the alchemy and a healing. So people will start weeping in my presence from nowhere and then they will just feel better than they've ever felt in their life. And it's because this thing and this memory, memories aren't just in our brains. Memories are in our cells. And when we witness them and hold them in the love and any guilt or shame or pain or fear attached to it gets to be held in love, this is what alchemy is. Anything that has forgotten the truth of its own beauty, when it is held in the presence of real love, gets to transmute and gets to dissolve its heaviness. And that's what's happening in these moments. And I get to see the different, deeper vibrational version of yourself that is showing up. And it's a trip. Even for me as a human, it's a trip. It's happened so many times. It continues to happen. The beauty that I see unfolding in people's lives as a result is very tangible. And sometimes there are moments when I'm just like, Oh my god.
0: This is nuts. yeah, it's unbelievable every time for me and for you you do this all the time. This yeah. is your this is your career. Mm-hmm. And now as sitting here, like I've just stared at you mm-hmm. and I've seen your face more of multiple times. Yeah. It's so trippy mm-hmm. and cool and interesting.
1: I'm curious, do you see any of my past lives? That's what was so interesting. Like what you are such and we'll allow it to come forward now and if it wants to very much, but you are such a cosmic being. You know, we're just going to keep going without talking because the talking is interrupting it a little bit, but I mean, you are pure feline right now. That's the only way I can say it, which doesn't mean that your past life was a cat. It's... It's connected to Lyra, but it's incredible how it's coming forward. You can feel that, right? <laughs> that would be an understatement. <laughs> and you can feel the tears coming through. And do you know what they are? Like, is, is there anything that's coming forward for you? So I'll just tell you two things that are coming through very clearly. And it can be metaphor doesn't even necessarily mean that it has to be true. And one of the things I really tell people is do whatever is fun. (laughs) If you want to spend your life immersed in past lives, like you're welcome to. It's not why I came. Like, it's so fascinating. Like, I'm such a bizarre person in this realm (laughs) because I will take people to past life experiences in this way. Like, I'll see who you were. But I don't spend my life immersed in my past lives or other people's past lives because again, we're here for this one. And there are so many ways that we can spiritually bypass and just check out. And becoming obsessed with past lives is another way of not living this one. Mm -hmm. I
0: see that So so
1: clearly. Everything that I'm sharing about this, like I do so with a pinch of salt because you can come and see me and we can have like, two minutes, five minutes. We could even have a whole session, maybe, that is about a past life. But that's not what the totality of this life is about.
0: Definitely. Definitely. And so t- so yes. uh, Okay, this is what happens when Tell I'm me. with you. Yeah. I become speechless. Like, it's interesting to me how much Talking and having a conversation as we have been is one thing. Yes. And then stopping talking and what just happened in the silence is insane. Like that was more powerful, I would say, than the first time I was with you or any other experience I've had, even talking to you today or online in the journey that I did of yours. Because I could literally hear. A vibration, like a frequency, like a bouncing between our third eyes. Um, This is just how I experienced it. Of like a just the sound of like maybe what a sound wave would sound like. Mm -hmm. And like your face kind of dissolves. And it's not really a face, not a human face. It's more of like a portal. Yes, exactly. And everything there was like a, um like a veil of like reddish looking air
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> or
0: smoke but not smoke yes um haziness exactly haziness and it was just like but it's like a concentrated thing like i if i was scared or if i was like had no idea what was happening I could like blink my eyes and it would probably stop. Yeah, but I was open to it, obviously, because
1: yeah. I love this. Um, what did you? Is that what happens? Yeah, and that's such a beautiful description. So, in essence, I'm a portal, and it's I'm not the only portal walking this planet. Like we are all portals in many ways, but my vibrational expertise in this arena is that. That's what I mean by vibrational keys. Like I'm a walking portal to other dimensional experiences and memories. And there's no, and you know this because there's such a feeling like it's, I love what you said about like, it's It's so hard to describe in words and it almost makes it sound more intense than it is when we talk about it. Like mm-hmm. when you hear the words, like I'm a portal to other dimensions, that could sound really scary. And it could sound like, uh, what if I don't come back? the other dimensions that's not what it is these other dimensions are happening at the same time all the time we're running in them we think we're just sitting here Jordan and Nicola having this conversation our souls are popping out to like get tea in another vibrational reality at the same time there's no way this isn't a drug trip like there's no way of getting lost and not coming back What I'm doing is pulling back the veils so you can see what is also happening at the same time. When we talk about people walking around this planet asleep or awake, eyes closed, eyes open, I'm just helping in this moment see the other vibrational experiences that are happening. So we haven't talked about this and we won't go into detail because this will be a seven hour (laughs) thing. But Atlantis, And I don't know if you know anything about Atlantis, but you have a lot of connections. I have a lot of connections. Vibration and sound was such a beautiful and important part of how they did things. The temples, the healing, the learning. Kids would literally like Receive crystals, and they would hold it, and they could download like encyclopedias of actual tangible knowledge that they could then tap into in their own brains. And it's really, it's amazing seeing. I don't even actually work with crystals that much, but seeing the reemergence of crystals and how everyone is just falling in love with them on such a wide scale. There's a lot of information that is housed through vibration, and when we touch crystals or are with crystals, we're tuning into the vibration. So your description of it feeling like I was a portal is exactly, it's accurate. So your face also dissolved. I mean, how crazy is it? Crazy. And the beautiful thing about it is this is how we know. And I want to make sure that we ground at the end of this because we are human and this is why we're here. Our skin's very real. We came here to be embodied in this. But to just know that... Actually, when people say that this is a hologram, we just had the experience of understanding what that means. That on a scientific level, like we're here, but we're also not here in the way that we necessarily think that we are. So, and like I am so hot right now, like there's so much energy running through us. But so I, in that moment, we went to two places. I don't know why specifically. And you'll tell me if they resonate. But one, and I don't know if, anyway, like you were an ice skater. Like there's absolutely no question, which is so funny because I sense that you don't think of yourself as the most graceful person, even though like you are actually very graceful, but you don't see yourself in that way. I think Correct. like vibrationally, that's Correct. what I just feel. And so I think there's a part of you that like would laugh at the notion of being like an ice skater and like not falling over. Definitely. (laughs) But that came through very strongly. But then also interestingly, like this very Victorian presence, like this very Victorian female almost, which is so not you in this lifetime, but this Victorian like teacher governess like very buttoned up, actually quite staunch, which is so the opposite of who you are and what you are today. But I would guess the reason that it came through is that that vibration is still running somewhere in your psyche. And there might be places, as much of a free spirit as you are, there might be places where that staunchness, mainly against yourself, it's not towards other people, still shows up and tells you that you've done something like very wrong, very badly, that you screwed up and that you like, she's really, it's like, she has like a cane, like she feels like this kind of very British kind of staunch governess. And like, what does this all mean? Who knows? But it's showing up just to be witness so that we can just give a little love to that aspect. And if that was actually a lifetime that you lived, like we just, and some love there too because we know that staunchness is not the way that that leads to the most joy and the most happiness
0: definitely yeah that speaks to the perfectionist side of me exactly. and I definitely have that side to my personality yeah. where yeah it can be to be tough to to be happy with something that I make or create or yeah anything because it has to be perfect and i have worked in this lifetime to let go of that perfection which definitely helps me to live a happier life
1: uh but yeah it's definitely resonates yeah and we're releasing it right now Uh because one of the other things that happens i try to like take the microphone away is i burp like as the energy transmutes and shifts i will help burp it out for you and sometimes you'll burp sometimes i'll burp but we will viscerally have the experience of the energy just shifting and releasing. So pleased to hear that.
0: (sighs) Wow. So that's what was happening as your face was all hazy
1: and things were transmuting. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing. We can put as many stories on it as we want. Like the governess, the ice skater, (laughs) none of it actually matters. What's happening is we are portaling together to the vibration of love, and in the presence of such deep love and accepting love, anything that was out of vibration with that gets to remember who it is. Yes, and that's alchemy. And people ask all the time, like, "What is alchemy like? Do you actually like take lead and turn it into gold?" Vibrationally, yes. Like that's what we're doing. And I mean, obviously, with this alchemic sprays that I make, that do have crystal essences and oils and energy from the Pleiades and like that's a very obvious form of alchemy but what we're doing when we're looking into each other's eyes is shifting the vibration of our being through the presence of love and that is the real alchemy
0: so cool
1: so I well there's a thousand trillion
0: things that I want to say but one thing I do want to ask you really quick while we have you here is about the dreams because I have like these super vivid dreams that feel more like reality and a lot of people that I've talked to have had a similar experience where it's like a dream of something that ends up happening the next day or for me um, often a dream of like the Pleiadians I don't know what they look like but in my dream I do. And they'll be offering something to me, and it's always like full of light and full of love. And it feels,
1: it doesn't just feel, it is so real. What is that? So, that, and it's so funny. I don't know if you heard the vibration. I did. I don't know if it came through on the podcast, but like looking in life to the moments when sound comes in from our outer spaces, like whenever I lead the digital online guided meditations in the temple, I, leave my windows open when I do sessions at the spa I leave the doors open because everything that is coming in is actually a way of the universe communicating with us beautifully and it is such a trip so I just find it so funny that I mean we've been talking for like 7,000 hours (laughs) and like I left my phone on on purpose because I knew someone will call at a time (laughs) when it's actually vibrationally appropriate
0: Yes. And it's 133, or at least it was until this millisecond. Yes, And the 33s are so present in my life and then yours, because yes. I've seen you talk right. about it. And all of that is no coincidence. Oh,
1: so, I mean, I'll just say this briefly and either it, it will stay in or it won't, but 33 is the vibration of Christ consciousness. And it's so weird. It, it becomes its own rabbit hole to say those words, Christ consciousness, because A, like I'm Jewish and- Me too. I never knew that.
0: Yeah, I didn't know about you either, but that makes sense.
1: And so like comfortable in my Jewishness. Like I, there's aspects of all religions that separate themselves and make themselves other. Like the notion to me of any religion being a chosen people is so far from the truth. That people will just find their own way back to the deeper truth, which is what we said at the beginning that there are so many paths to the oneness. Anything that promotes community and connection and reflection makes my heart really sing. So, some of my like best friends in the world are priests and like religious Christian leaders or religious Jewish leaders or complete, complete atheists. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be one path and one tradition. And I believe very strongly it's not. Like I feel like as as long as we really believe that we have found the right answer, myself included, we lose the opportunity for the bigger picture and the bigger answer. So there are aspects of religion that I don't necessarily agree with and I know that I have received so, so, so much beauty from the Jewish traditions, the particularly the Kabbalistic path and the mystical path and a lot of the music that came through. It's so funny in the Jewish religion and tradition, like where I was taught growing up in London, like we were never really taught much about the women. We definitely were not taught that there were women who drummed in temples and my own path through the shamanic way, I found sound vibrate, vibration and drumming and angelic sounds. And Miriam in the Bible, Moses's sister, supposedly drummed to separate the Red Sea after Egypt. Like I never knew any of this. It's not shared. Yeah, I had no idea. Right, but it's so beautiful and it's so mystical and it really it transcends. Like I, my grandpa, um. Two years ago, and his memorial, the stone setting at the Jewish Orthodox Cemetery, 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 ha ha, (laughs) in Brighton, in England. Like in Orthodox cemeteries, women aren't really supposed to have a role because the rabbis are men. And I was asked and was able to like sing and drum by the side of his grave at the ceremony, and it was so beautiful. And it felt like this very deep healing of bringing women back into the mix, remembering the truth of our deeper connections and bringing something that sounds very shamanic and Native American into that cemetery was just, I mean, magnificent. So I feel like part of what I do is get inspired by different faiths and traditions and weave them together. Like The celestial journey is a weaving of Kabbalah, like Jewish mysticism and the Pleiades and The Peruvian shamanic tradition, like that, is a f- triangle that I I'm pretty certain has a never 201 been two o one triangle two o one that has never been put together in the same place before. Um, I cannot even remember where I was going with this tangent. <laughs> Dreams, yes.
0: Oh, I don't know if that's where it was leading, but that was that was the question. One thing. But I
1: just oh, well, I think on. we
0: started talking about that. because The one three three, yes.
1: So. Christ consciousness is a vibrational reality. We are going from lead based beings to crystalline beings walking this earth. Like, if I had to put what's happening as an awakening into one line, that's what's happening. Our bodies are literally upgrading themselves on a cellular level. (laughs) They're like, lady, get this information through now. Like, this is what needs to come in in this moment. We, everything that I do, is about awakening our DNA to a deeper, deeper knowing and remembrance of who we are and what we're actually energetically capable of. There, the Pleiadians and the, the books that are specifically related to Pleiadian energy talk about this a lot. And Earth is one of these beautiful books. We have 12 strands of DNA that are being awakened and upgraded. And we will look back on this time as the time in which this happened when we think about the fact that we only use 90% of our brains. We know there's a part of our soul that knows that there is so much more that we are vibrationally, energetically capable of. The light that is streaming into this planet with the eclipse, with everything that has been happening since 2012. Sometimes I laugh when people are like, um, nothing happened in 2012. Like everyone was waiting for the world to end and nothing happened. And I'm like, um, <laughs> actually this entire vibrational reality shifted and these portals opened and you will see it and experience it and feel it when you're ready to. So a lot happened, but you will be aware of it and cognizant of it at the pace at which you are welcome and ready to welcome in these energies. So. Christ consciousness is just one of the terms that people have for this awakened way of being where our DNA is being awakened more and more, where the 12 strands are being used and worked with. And we literally, like, why do I have these capabilities where I can take you to different dimensions and my face can morph? Because I have received that light and that energy and it's awakened my own capabilities. Everyone walking this planet has the ability to do what it is that I'm doing without drugs and without alcohol and we'll awaken to it whenever we will. But my knowing is that Jesus, Yeshua, Mary Magdalene, the people of that time had these capabilities and these skills and this is where Miracles came from, and this is why people fell so madly in love with them and what they were doing and wanted to continue exploring it. It's happened in a religious sense that doesn't always get us actually to the place of vibrational awakening, but there's a lot of beauty to it. So, that aside, dreams Mm -hmm. (laughs) one, it's astral traveling like you are astral traveling, you know, the difference between a dream and an astral travel. Mm -hmm. An astral travel. Will be much brighter. The colors will be much brighter, more vivid. You tangibly, viscerally feel like you are there. You went to another dimension of reality because you did. So you are so awake to these connections that the Pleiadians and the Pleiades will literally meet you when you're astral traveling. And what they're giving you is vibrational gifts for your own awakening, but not just for your awakening. Happening again. They are giving you vibrational gifts that you are then transmitting out into the rest of this planet and this world and this earth. It's like whatever the colors are have a very specific vibrational frequency and meaning. And then they are coming through you and being transmitted to the rest of the world. So the fact that you literally, oftentimes, I can't remember if you said this right now or you said it to me before. That sometimes they'll give you like images of things that are like glowing, and it looks like they're giving you a brain that's yeah. glowing a different color. Your brain is being upgraded and awakened.
0: Yes. Okay. That's so crazy. Cause a recent dream that I had was like them. I couldn't even tell you what they look like. Yeah. Cause in my dream, it was just, it was just real mm-hmm. holding a glowing brain. Mm-hmm. And they were like, in my room mm-hmm. but this was the dream mm-hmm. and they were on the side of my bed like where mm-hmm. my nightstand is holding out this glowing brain like thing to me and everything made sense and it yeah. was so real and it was the middle of the night and i was just like perfect everything makes sense <laughs> everything makes sense and then i remembered when i woke up and just thought like what has happened was that a dream cuz it definitely wasn't it was so real And it's just those kinds of things are happening more and more with me and
1: it's fun. Oh, I just, what I love the most is that you're not scared. Like, and partly because you're a celestial being in human form. So of course this all makes sense because what doesn't make sense is how we walk around the world just thinking that we're just human (laughs) and that we don't have these connections and capabilities. It's like, Isn't it just like the deepest fresh air and feeling of relief of, oh my God, we don't need to convince anyone else that this is true. Like we're not doing this podcast to try and convince anyone of something. We're doing it so that people who have these connections already, so that they know already, or who have had these experiences or dreams, know that they're not crazy and know that they're not alone. If you have had this kind of experience You don't need anyone to tell you whether it's real or it's not real. The proof is in the pudding every single time. So my experience of it was quite different, but also similar. In the the middle of the night, I would literally feel like there was energetic surgery being done on my brain. Like it's the only way that I can say it. I would wake up in the night. I never have seen beings actually come into my room. So many people talk about it. And when we talk about beings coming into our room, it can trigger a lot of fear for people because if we are open to the notion that beings can come into our room, then we're open to the notion that any kind of being could come into our room. And that can be deeply scary for people. It's not scary for you, I sense, because the dimensional vibrational reality that you travel in, connect with, commune with, very much the 11th dimension is so light and so breezy and so beautiful, there's nothing to be scared of. What I want to say to people when they feel scared of what any of this might mean is remember again to lighten up. This is all a holographic creation. If we are having experiences energetically that feel scary or, or kind of darker, I know it feels very real in the moment such a beautiful quote. We'll have to find it. I think it's, is it by Rumi or Rilke? About the dragons in our lives. Like maybe the dragons are just like princesses like waiting for us. I mean, I'm totally mangling it. We'll find it. We'll, We'll put it in the show notes. It's the notion that even the scary parts of what we are witnessing or experiencing vibrationally, it's all love. It's all mechanisms to get us back to the awakening of who we are. And some people like to dance in the realms and the dimensions of like scary movies and scary dimensions. And there are some people whose whole life work is going to people's houses and like having battles with like boogeymen and ghosts. None of this is real. It's all real. It can be as fun as we allow it to be. And even people who find it scary Either they like to be scared (laughs) or they are being asked to awaken to the deeper power that lives inside. It's very true. The force really is with us. There's a light that is inside us. I lived in fear for quite a long time because I had a shamanic teacher whose work was going into people's homes and getting rid of ghosts. And I got so scared that I used to not want to travel anymore, because the thought of having to go into a hotel room where like I wouldn't know energetically what was there was like, why would you pay to do that?
0: I get that I understand that fear when I just over the last couple months have yeah. been opening up to all this stuff, I have gone through periods of terror, yeah because if there are like you said, beings coming into my room and this isn't all in my imagination, then what? The heck it could be coming in here now that I'm open to it. And I would get so scared before I fell asleep because I would feel like all of this energy in my room. Yep. So I started sleeping with selenite. Mm -hmm. I started saging everything, sleeping with the windows open, sleeping with these windows open. Yeah, And somehow things started making me feel a lot more safe. And now that it's been like at least a month... Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Without being scared. Yeah. I'm not scared anymore because I just understand what I'm connected to that's yes. not physical is good. Uh. It's only good. And all of the fears were not real. It's like a nightmare. Yes. I have, I've never had I like a
1: scary negative energy mm-hmm. in my room. Yep. So why would I know? I, and I love what you said about like, maybe like when we start to realize like, this isn't necessarily all our imagination. The bigger truth is it's all our imagination. Like this whole reality that we've created and are creating is our imagination. And that should give us a sense of comfort because it's just a reminder that as real as all of this feels, none of it is really real in the way that we think it is. And it's a really, really beautiful thing Because all these experiences ultimately that we are perceiving as either good or bad or light or dark are just here to trigger our awakening and to empower ourselves from the inside. You have, I have a very real light team that we work with. I remember someone saying to me once when I was saying that I was I was scared to like go to hotel rooms and feel like I had to do like a half an hour saging, like to clear anything out. Like, you walk in so many different dimensional realities. You think you don't have like a team that has already gone ahead and is shifting the vibration of whatever needs to be so that you will have the experience that you're supposed to have. There is nothing to be scared of every time that we tune into or imagine things that are scary, if we can imagine sending them light, not from a place of trying to heal anything, just remembering that even the scary, scary ghoulies are just having fun in their own way. We as a society have made things wrong or bad or dark or light. It's all just an exploration of energy. And the more that we can understand that, the more that we wake up to our true power and we can walk anywhere in any realm and be really safe. And that is so crucial because I feel like part of the reason people are scared to step further into their own spiritual awakening, which is really why so many of us came is because there's fear of what it means and what the bigger picture of it is. And there is a deliciousness that is waiting for them that they won't get to experience until they have triggered these fear points. So we could go on and on, obviously. I think we should close
0: out with Nicola answering the question that I ask everybody who comes on this podcast, which is, if you were a color, what color would you be?
1: Oh... I love that you just asked this question if we had any doubt that you were a celestial being (laughs) that this is the question that you oh can I have two colors
0: yes (laughs) you absolutely can
1: because we have to buck the system at every opportunity so the two colors unquestionably that I would well the two colors are rose gold and turquoise and the truth is, if there was one color, luckily there doesn't have to be one color. Exactly. There's two colors and there's two reasons for them. One, vibration, the energy that I connect people to, and again, it's happening in our feet, is a rose gold frequency of light. Like when we talk about the light, Hello. that color, exactly. When we talk about the light and the upgrades that are coming through from the cosmos, it's a very beautiful rose gold Light that I actually would just invite you if you're listening, just to ha ha talk about the vibration coming Mm -hmm. in, to just close your eyes for a moment and just take a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful breath into your belly, and just to allow and to allow. And to allow this very beautiful rose gold light into your cells, into your being, into your heart, and into your brain. And just allow, allow the magic and the beauty and the spaciousness to make itself known and to receive and to receive and to receive. And everyone
0: listening, please know that that was 2:01 PM, <laughs> California Pacific time, that this whole thing just happened, which is so amazing in a 201 apartment. Yeah. So, Nicola, we'll get back to our days, but we are definitely having you back on the
1: podcast.
0: Mm. I feel like we should start a podcast together (laughs) because we could talk forever, but you need to have a podcast and keep coming on this podcast frequently. You're amazing. Thank you you so much. And after you leave, I'll do an outro kind of thing where we can talk about any kind of the stuff that you and I have just discussed and
1: tell everyone where they can find you. You can find us at 7 Alchemy. So it's 7ohm underscore alchemy on social media. And my website is just seven-ohm.com.
0: Beautiful. You're the best. Oh, this was amazing. Thank you so much for being here. It was so amazing. Wow. Nicola is such a force. Every time I re-listen to this episode or anything that Nicola does or shares, I'm literally blown away. To pieces blown away because of what she shares and how magical she is and i am so grateful for her introducing me to the pleiadians and to all of the magical things that the pleiadians entail and share um they're magical creatures and nicola's magical so if you're interested in all of this celestial talk then you'll love also the recent episodes that I've done with Brie Melanson. We have two recent ones with Brie. She's fantastic. She channels as well. And then my whole course, Waking Back Up To Your Own Soul, was channeled also by the Pleiadians and by these magical celestial creatures. Well, I don't know if I should call them creatures. They're light beings. They're amazing. So let's keep connecting, guys, on Instagram at the Balanced Blonde. You can find me. If you feel inspired to rate and review the podcast, head to iTunes, rate and review the podcast, send me a screenshot to Jordan at TheBalancedBlonde.com, and I will send you my free Soul on Fire yoga ebook, which is almost 300 pages of yoga, and breaking it down, poses for you guys and everything else as a thank you for rating and reviewing the show. Also a huge thank you to our sponsors from today's episode, Thrive Market, OCM Malibu and Silver Fern. So you can get all the discount codes for those in the show notes. Blonde always makes it easy for Silver Fern and Thrive, thrivemarket.com slash blonde is a link And then Osea is OseaMalibu.com slash The Balanced Blonde for $10 off of a purchase of $50 or more. So thank you to them. Thank you to Nicola. Thank you to you guys. Definitely listen to those episodes that I mentioned in the intro where I was a guest on Raquel's podcast, Erica and Melissa's podcast and Ava's podcast. Um, We can leave those links in the show notes too. So thank you guys for the love, sending you all my love and let's talk soon. Have an amazing soul on fire day, new episode next week.